Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. And we decided to do a Q&A this week for our episode just as a little reintroduction of ourselves and just to dive into a lot of random topics that you guys were wondering more about. And we are pre-recording this episode because Emerson is traveling to Germany, as she said last week, and I am going to be moving when this goes up. So just a super hectic time for us. So we are getting a little ahead um, on our recording schedule, but next week will be a live update of everything with Emerson's trip and my move. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Next week's episode is going to be so fun. And also I love these like Q&A, just really chit-chatty podcasts. And I know you guys do too. So we're super excited just to dive into some fun questions that we got from our Instagram. Yeah, definitely be sure to follow us at Totally Unsure Pod on Instagram. And then we also made a TikTok account at Totally Unsure Pod where we're both going to be posting like vlogs. We're going to really try to make the content on TikTok like more personal to each of us and not only surrounding the podcast. So we're really excited to also build a community there. So be sure to check us out on TikTok. Yes. Um. So do we want to get started on our intro segments? Yeah, let's kick it off with what we're doing for our career this week. Um, so I can start something really exciting that I want to talk about. And this is more so for Caroline and I and the podcast. But we got our first like business opportunity, quote unquote. So super exciting. We're going to be working with um, a company that we both love and be doing a little giveaway which we'll talk way more about in our next episode. So definitely be sure to tune in to that one. But yeah, we're just super excited. I'm so excited that we're, you know, seeing this podcast grow and brands are recognizing us and we're able to like collaborate and work with brands that we're actually obsessed with. So really exciting update to come next week. But that's just something that kind of I, like I'd say in the podcast, Caroline and I have very specific roles and I kind of took the lead in reaching out to this brand and we heard back like right away and it was so exciting. So that's my, what I'm doing for the career this week, but it's obviously applicable to both Caroline and I. Yeah, we're so excited about that. And yeah, we're going to be talking about it on the podcast next week, but we're also going to be posting like more details on our Instagram as well about the giveaway. So yeah, just be sure to stay tuned for that because it's super exciting. And we're really excited to give back to our listeners who've been supporting us since day one. So something that I'm doing for my career this week is that I finally finished up my Halloween campaign for my job. Um, I was leading the marketing campaign for Halloween at my company. And um, it was just my first big project that I worked on by myself and a lot of ups and downs and learning experiences. And so I finally wrapped up the forecast, which is basically like all of the budgets when all the budgets are due, which is very stressful because obviously trying to stay within a certain amount. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really relieved and like happy that that's over with and I can move on to the next. That's awesome. Are there any like sneak peeks you could give us of any like how like are there any Halloween trends or like I'm just like I'm wondering like what brands are focusing on this year but I obviously get it if you can't tell either. Yeah I literally am not allowed to say anything. We actually had an email sent at our company that was like reminding people 
that you were not allowed to like speak about the campaigns on TikTok or any social media. So I'm like, I can't give any sneak peeks, but yeah, it was, it was fun to work on and definitely a big learning experience. I think I'm going to be working on Halloween again next year. So it'll be good to bring those learnings in for the next time I do it, but yeah. That's great. Well, I'm excited to see it when everything's live. Um, So now we're going to get into the win of the week. I'll start. My win of the week was I actually caught up with an old friend. I went to Miami, Ohio with this girl and we met in our business fraternity, AKSI. And we've, I'd say we've done a good job, like keeping in touch post-grad. She's one year ahead of me. So she had graduated, moved to like her city. And then I was a senior at Miami. So we like tried to catch up whenever there. But then this year, it's like now we're both in this post-grad life. And I think that's even more difficult to like stay in contact. So I'd say we probably text like maybe once a month. And then finally, we were like, we need to have a call and catch up because she just moved in with her boyfriend. I'm like, there's so much going on on my in my life. And we just it was so nice just like taking literally take 30 minutes and just call someone you haven't talked to in so long. Like it takes no effort. It'll put you in such a good mood. And it's just so nice to like hear from an old friend so it was really great talking with her and it was just a really good conversation that's awesome it's always so fun to hear as well like all about one of your friends lives who you might not know all of like the details of everything and just knowing where they're at now so that's that sounds really refreshing and just like a good opportunity to catch up yes my win of the week this is kind of small but there's a sushi restaurant that I love going to in the town of Michigan that I'm living in right now. And we go there. We've gone there a fair amount this summer. And so we had our last little dinner at the sushi restaurant last night. Um, I love sushi, but I only eat vegetarian sushi. So I'm kind of a fake fan. But Ew, it was just that fun. is so that's so fake of you. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm like so weird with meat and fish, as you may know. If you if you know me in person, I was a vegetarian for eight years. So I'm very weird. I need to try, like I have tried some sushi, but I need to like try different sushi. But anyway. So good. Oh my God. Like a spicy tuna roll, Caroline. It's insane. Like it's so good. And you don't even feel like you're really eating fish. Like I'm telling you. Like it's not I like know, you put like salmon on top of it. Like it's like mixed in with all this like spicy mayo and like it's so good we'll do it when I see you next yeah I need to venture out but anyway it was just fun um my boyfriend and I and then his brother who we're living with right now all went together and it was just fun because it was kind of like a last little dinner at our favorite restaurant so I'm definitely gonna miss that um and I just I love going out to eat like it's such a guilty pleasure because it's just so much better to cook at home. But like I I just love going out to eat. So I like anytime someone wants to go out to eat with me, I'm there. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I was thinking about it. And since I'm going on this trip, I mean, we're going to be there for literally like nine days and you eat out every night when you're on a trip. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's going to be so much eating out. And it's always fun for like the first couple of days. And then I'm like, OK, I would love like a home cooked meal. Yeah. But- It'll be fun though. You'll get to try so many different types of food. Yeah, no, it will be. I'm like debating eating gluten. So I don't eat gluten or I am like a little lenient with dairy. Obviously Caroline knows this. I'm speaking to the podcast audience, but like I'm lenient with dairy, but I don't do gluten. I've had like severe stomach issues in the past. And since I'm so freaked out to go to the doctor and I just like don't want to take the time to go to go get a test of like what's wrong with my stomach. 
I just cut out gluten and like mostly dairy and I haven't really had any like huge issues since. So I'm like debating if I should eat gluten in Germany, but I'm like, the last thing I need is a stomach episode in a foreign country. Like, especially with my anxiety already about like health, like I just feel like I don't need that. But then I'm like, is it more pure there? Like, would I be fine? I don't know. I would not switch anything up when you're traveling just because I feel like everyone has those experiences because when you're traveling anyways, it's just like a lot of new stuff that you're consuming, I feel like. So I don't know, but- German food is like very I feel like it's gluten heavy I mean it's definitely very meat heavy but like because Wisconsin is like has a lot of German influence in the food that they have there and so like bratwursts and stuff and Mm. um I don't know German food is like so good but it's definitely heavy I feel like yeah if you introduce gluten that would just be like a whole nother (laughs) adding a whole nother variable to the to the equation no literally my dad's like I can't wait for a pretzel and a beer I'm like oh well I can't have either of those like my favorite food is like a a pretzel like that that was very much became my thing when I went to Wisconsin they're so good sorry maybe they're all gluten-free I don't think Germany like I I doubt they're like making gluten-free I mean maybe they are but yeah updates to come guys but I probably won't try gluten just yeah too too nervous well you'll have to report back what your favorite foods are that you had oh I will moving into our flop of the week my flop I don't really think this is a flop but um my boyfriend booked his ticket to fly back from Hoboken to Michigan um after he moves me in this it's literally we're leaving a week from today Um, so we're going to do a road trip out there, him and I packing my car full of stuff. My mom and stepdad are meeting us down there with a bunch of my furniture from home and moving in. And then he's going to stay in my apartment until Wednesday, which I'm super grateful because he's going to get to like, see, um, you know, my apartment knock on wood, like let the hockey gods be in my favor. Please don't tell him that he has to go to Toronto, like tomorrow but um yeah I'm just like super excited that he is coming but it's also just like very bittersweet and like sad that his ticket is booked and yeah I'm just gonna like miss him a lot I feel like I already miss him and we literally are living together and are together 24 7 so yeah it's gonna be an interesting adjustment for sure but oh it's always so hard I mean I know like we've talked about it before but since my boyfriend's been home for the summer and he was like on a trip for three weeks we haven't seen each other in like maybe six weeks by the time I get back from my trip so I'm like the opposite where I'm like I need it to be next week like I want it to be next week so bad oh my but gosh. I know the, like I feel for you and I'm sure a bunch of other people listening have have done the whole long distance thing so you'll be good but I know that is definitely sad yeah we'll be good though I'm I don't know it's nice just like enjoying and like like cherishing our time together I feel like that we have even more than normal right now and I think it'll be really good I'm like super excited for him to do his hockey thing and support that from afar and then you know I'll be doing my thing and you know we're gonna visit each other a lot because Toronto's not far from New York at all so anyways enough about that flop because we don't need to <laughs> we don't need to get into that anymore because I feel like that's sad but what's yours Um, so I don't really have like a big flop, but I was, my family was looking at the weather for next week in Germany and it is raining every day. And it's not like raining every day. Like 
you know, 20%. It's like a 100% chance rain every single day. <laughs> and my dad and my brother, they're like the ones that are planning the trip. Like my mom and I are literally getting on the plane and that's like it. Like, I don't even know where I'm going, actually. Like, I could tell you the country, but I can't tell you anymore. And um, my brother and my dad, I guess, talked on the phone for, like, three hours the other day, trying to think if they should just, like, redo the whole trip. Like, they were about to literally change everywhere we were going. Like, my brother said at one point, him and my dad were looking at places in, like, Italy to go because the weather's not supposed to be bad there. Like, but then... I guess after like three hours, they ended up just sticking with the original plan, but just, we were going to do like, um, this like hike. We were staying in the mountains for like three nights and doing all this hiking, but we changed it to just two nights because it's going to be like obviously pouring the whole time. So, you know, weather can change, pray, cross our fingers that next time I report back, the weather's a little bit, it wasn't as bad as I was anticipating, but it definitely sucks when you're packing raincoats and umbrellas but it'll be fun regardless (laughs) oh my gosh that happens to me almost every time I go on vacation is like the weather right the weather's bad and it's like raining um so I'm really hoping that you guys get some good days in there but also I feel like Germany is kind of like a cozy vibe I don't know you guys will still have fun but yeah that stinks you're gonna be in like a raincoat so at least you have to dress cute or do your hair Oh my God, I'm going to look horrible the whole time. I know I'm really going to be relying on dinner pics like for content. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing we're getting is pictures at dinner because during the day I'll be wearing the same thing every day. Oh yeah, for sure. But now we're going to get into our questions. We have some really great ones that we're going to answer and we're super excited to dive into it. Um, And these questions are all over the board. We kind of everything from like post-grad to beauty, fashion, random stuff, like literally all different types of questions. Um, so I'll go first and ask the first one. So the first question we got is how did you decide what city to move to post-grad? I love this question. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with this, but it's a great struggle to have because it's like, you can be absolutely anywhere you want, obviously dependent on a job. Um, my case was very different. I haven't really gone into this on the podcast, but I lived in Madison, Wisconsin for my first year of postgrad because my boyfriend and I were living together and he did a fifth year for hockey and also got his master's. And so he needed to be in Madison for that. And my job allowed me to stay there as well. And it was such a great year, honestly, of like personal growth and honestly, just an amazing year for our relationship as well, like living together and um yeah it was definitely weird though I would say like seeing a lot of my friends like getting a fresh start and I didn't necessarily have that experience but at the same time Madison is like such a great place and a lot of people do move to Madison for post-grad for jobs so it was just fun to get to see the city in a different light um I can kind of answer this for like how I chose Hoboken though um because I could really be anywhere because I knew that I wasn't going to be going to Canada with my boyfriend for him playing hockey so I really wanted to be on the East Coast. I haven't lived near my family in like five years because of college and stuff. So I knew that being on the East Coast was something that was really important to me. Um, I also knew that, I mean, New York has just always been like my favorite city, I would say. And and so kind of just putting those two together, um, Hoboken ended up working out perfectly because just like the quality of life, I think in Hoboken is going to be better for me than living in New York City and just like not as expensive. I think there's like more variety and things that I can do because I can go into the city whenever I want. Um, 
so yeah for me it was just a combination of like kind of just following something I've always wanted to do and then also being near family was like the other huge thing for me but that was because my job was like not a varying factor at all because my job's fully remote so which is so nice not such like a luxury to have um I think it could definitely like some people don't even have a choice on like where they're gonna go postgrad it's like okay I got a job here I can end up in like the most random city um I think like kind of whatever your situation though is just to look at it in like a positive light and like you obviously can make a home out of any city that you're in so that's important to remember um in terms of me I was I always knew I wanted to be in Boston postgrad like I remember when I decided to go to Miami Ohio I said to my mom I was like mom don't worry like I'll be back in Boston like I promise and then I went to Miami, Ohio, and actually a lot of people go to Chicago because you're in Ohio, you're in the Midwest, like a lot of people go to Chicago, which I'm sure Caroline was kind of the same with you. And Chicago was definitely a city I I um considered. I had a job offer in Chicago as well. And ultimately it just came down to like, what have I wanted forever? And I've always wanted to be in Boston. I'm from New Hampshire. I live like an hour north of the city. I had been away from my family for so long from for like college that I was like, I think it'd be so nice to only be an hour away from my family. My brother was moving to Boston. Like there was just a lot in the cards that allowed me to like make the move and kind of know where I wanted to be. So I say, I would say since I knew where I wanted to be, like I was very specific in my job applications. Like I was really only applying to Boston and then some in Chicago. So I think if, you are like a college senior and trying to figure out what you want. Like if you have a city in mind, focus your jobs applications there. Um, But if you don't, like I said, like maybe pick two or three cities that you'd be interested in and kind of throw darts at those schools and see what sticks. But yeah, I always knew from the beginning I wanted to be in Boston. Our next question that we got is, is being in a sorority worth it? And just talk about your sorority experiences, which is very relevant right now with everything involving Bama Rush, which we can also touch on because we've got some questions about that as well. And like our thoughts on Bama Rush. Yeah. Caroline, you can start. You start talking about the sororities. Okay. Yeah. Um, We did talk about sororities like a little bit in our college episode. So if you're interested in like hearing more context around that, definitely same shameless plug go check out that episode but I rushed and joined my sorority I was in alpha phi um my sophomore year of college because I was a transfer student again I got into all of that in the previous episode um for me it was an amazing way to make friends and I went to a massive state school where I knew absolutely no one so for me it was just like always a no-brainer I was also so someone who like romanticized sororities like to no end when I was in high school and like I always knew that that was something that I wanted to do um I do think sororities can get like extremely expensive depending on what school you're at um especially like schools in the south like Alabama um and also sorority fees vary like across different sororities even at the same school so I think in terms of is it worth it I think for me it was because I really wanted to meet people um and that was like the best way for me to do it do I think you need to stay in a sorority for all four years no I think I would have been like totally fine dropping my sorority senior year I wasn't like super involved um but I'm glad that I stuck with it just for like the alumni network that was the main reason that I did um but yeah I mean I I had an amazing experience I had like a lot of great memories um with people in my sorority and like just a lot of fun times I loved like all of the events that I got to do when I first joined 
did I click with every girl in my sorority? Absolutely not. Um, there were definitely like some people in my sorority that like I didn't love and that's fine. Like just because you join a sorority doesn't mean that you're going to love all 180 people in your pledge class. Like that's not the case. So that was my experience, but also keep in mind, like I was at a big 10 school. So like I was in the Midwest. So, I mean, I didn't really have like that Southern crazy experience that you're seeing on TikTok right now. I'm really happy that you talked about the money aspect of it. And in full transparency, my I did not pay for all of my rush. I paid for half of it or my sorority. I paid for half my sorority and my parents paid for the other half. I think definitely like if you are paying for all of your sorority, if it's not a huge like this is what I want in my college experience, I don't think it's necessary. However, if you, you know, had your heart set on it since high school, since middle school that you wanted to be in a sorority, um, then I would say go for it. But I would say my college sorority experience was similar to Caroline in some ways. Um, I met a lot of my best friends freshman year of college. And honestly, like through senior year, those are my best friends all throughout college. And I know that the, that's not the case for a lot of people. I just got really lucky where um, there were a lot of like East Coast girls and just people that I clicked with in my hall. So super lucky on that end but we all rushed second semester freshman year which also allowed me to like make friends that first semester um so I joined and when I joined I just didn't put in the effort that I think you know if I really wanted to be super involved in my sorority I think I would have put in more effort but I just didn't really care like at that point I had friends I was definitely more in it for like the social aspect of the sorority um but I did you know meet some girls it was really fun to like hang out with all the girls, go to all the date parties in the beginning. And, you know, I did enjoy my sorority a lot, but I think you kind of put in what you get or you get out what you put in. And I just didn't put in much. Um, I do want to mention though, that I was also in a business fraternity, AKSI. And that was by far the best thing I did throughout college to me. Like if I had to choose my sorority or my business fraternity, I would a hundred percent choose a business fraternity over a sorority. So if you are kind of, you know, in the place to pick and choose which, if you only want to do one, like I would highly recommend a business frat because you're just with so many different types of people. There's so many smart people. It's insane. And you just learn so much beyond like that social aspect. So highly recommend the business frat. Yeah. Something else I want to add about sororities as well, just because I know recruitment is happening right now for a lot of people. And like, going on to just the Bama Rush side of things. Um, I don't want like anyone who's in college, if you're younger listening to this, to like ever feel like a sorority should like define your self-worth. I know a lot of people like go into Rush and like literally view it as like these sororities can literally dictate like my entire sense of self and like who I am as a person. And I think being in a sorority and like getting quote unquote your top house that you want to be in is amazing. But at the same time, like you don't know the people that are rushing you and like they do not know you. And so I think ultimately, like if you don't get the houses back that you want and you are going through recruitment, like that's not a reflection of you at all. And I don't know. I just think that like I know a lot of people who personally like let recruitment take a very strong toll on them that it shouldn't necessarily have. And I was also the director of formal recruitment um, in my sorority. So I can like kind of speak from the back end. Like it's such a quick process that yeah, I just think like there's a lot that goes on and just never like let recruitment ever, I don't know, taint your own like vision of yourself or your college experience. Cause I don't think it's for everyone. So 
It definitely is not. But yeah, I like had friends that they didn't end up getting the house that they wanted last round. And it like actually made them depressed for like weeks on weeks. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so hard to say, like, don't let it dictate you. But like, I know it will. Like, <laughs> it's so hard. Like, it sucks. But I think once you do see the back end of it, where it is this like super quick process where, I mean, girls are obviously talking about like, let's just be honest on the situation, you know, people talk about you and whatever to see if they want to invite you back. Like you go through so many PMs, like we can't spend five minutes on every girl. Like we can spend 30 seconds on every girl, if even that. So it's like, you can't judge who you are or feel bad about yourself based off of a one minute conversation with a girl. Like you just have to know that there's just so much going on in the back end and don't let a sorority, like Caroline said, you know, question, have you questioned like your self-worth? Cause it's honestly, you graduate and you realize like how stupid it is. <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, the next question is what is your favorite store to shop at right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I feel like I live in athleisure, honestly, like I work from home and I just feel like I'm wearing workout clothes or like athleisure 99% of the time and so I feel like my favorite store to shop at right now is aloe Um, I'm obsessed with all of their stuff it's so expensive and it's like definitely a splurge but if I could have my whole closet be from one place it would probably be aloe because they have like elevated pieces as well that you can really dress up and I'm all about comfort I hate being uncomfortable like I'm not someone who's going to be like wearing jeans working from home so no absolutely not um aloe too I feel like they have such good colors like I don't know why in the building I work in it's also kind of like a shopping center and we have a huge aloe and I'll like go on walks in the mall during work and I'll like look in and they always have the best colors on display I'm like oh my god whoever is in charge of like these colors are really they're they're killing it because it's just it's like super unique and just so on like trend and season so I love it yeah. One item I want to shout out from Aloe that's like one of my favorite things that I have is I have a Sherpa trench coat, black Sherpa trench coat from Aloe that I got for Christmas last year for my mom. I'm obsessed with it for like the winter months. And I think, again, it's like such a comfy piece that elevates any outfit. So what about you? What's your favorite store to shop at? I honestly feel like I haven't been doing like that that much shopping recently, like this past month, but I would say right now like the vibe I'm loving is anthropology um my roommate does like some retail work there on the side of her like obviously nine to five and she has a really great discount so sometimes I'll like go in and just browse around being like do you want to buy this for me and there's stuff I just love the vibe like it's just so like it's mature but it's fun and it's classy and there's some fun colors and prints and it's different. And I don't know. I just really like enjoy walking through the store. I love, they have all these like little trinkets. They have candles, which are the best candles ever. They have, oh yeah, they have jewelry, like beautiful necklaces. It's just, I don't know. I just love it in there. And it's been, it's just so fun to even just walk around. I love anthropology. I haven't been there in so long. That was like by far my favorite store freshman year of college. I need to go back because their stuff is so unique. Like that's an amazing thing about anthro. Wait, I want to show Caroline. You guys can't see it, but I got a little gold necklace from there and it has little pearls in it and it's like kind of layered and I'm going to wear it like my whole trip in Germany. Maybe I'll just pick on our story or something, but it's really pretty. So yeah, sure. that's that's really pretty. I love that. So dainty, so classy. 
so cla- I know we're such classy girls now that we uh, graduated college, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> that just made me think of, I saw this TikTok this morning of this friend group. They live in New York City. I like know the girl. I don't know her name and I don't want to find the TikTok, but she's like this blonde girl. She does like some like funny videos, but it was this TikTok and they were on the rooftop and they were drinking Aperol spritzes. And the girl was like, we're so classy. Like, I don't even like alcohol anymore. And it's like, when your friend group is like post-grad and thinks like you're all of a sudden mature and like they're drinking the Aperol Spritz and they're like, I don't even like this anymore. Like I hate the taste of alcohol. And I'm like, I feel like that's literally like me and my friends trying to be like, we're so mature now. That's so funny. Wait, I want to know who posted that. You should find it and send it to me. Yeah, I'll send you the TikTok. It's actually hilarious. But let me know, let us know if any of you like your friend groups post-grad, it's like all of a sudden you're like so much more mature, you know? <laughs> so fun. our next question is what's something that surprised you about post-grad oh my gosh this one's really good um such a hard question <sighs> I'm trying to think what would you say do you have anything you know I was trying to think as well and we really wanted these questions also just to be like spontaneous in the moment answering like we didn't think about these beforehand I would say something that surprised me the most about post-grad is just like the lack of training that you get in your job like I feel like it's just very different than college where in college every single step is like very spelled out for you and it's like easy kind of to know what to do and I feel like postgrad when you're working a corporate job at least in my experience you're kind of just like thrown into the deep end of the pool no so and you're literally like, like how do I swim you're like what is yeah. swimming yeah yeah that's probably what surprises me the most there's a lot of things no, that's so. great. That's, I really like that you said that. I know this is very, this could be very niche and I'm obviously very fortunate, but I'm surprised that I have a really big friend group, friend group in Boston. Um, I was not expecting like to have a friend group like this post-grad. Um, we have a really good group of like 10 girls and it's definitely more so of like a friend group. Like we get together to like go out and go to dinners and like do li- little like pre-games. I wouldn't say I'm like hanging out with these girls consistently, but it's like, we have, you know, our big group chat, which is always just like so fun to have. And just such a good group of girls. We all came from different areas, different schools, like all over the place. And somehow like we all met each other and I'm just like super fortunate for that. And I know that's not the case for everyone, but that's something that definitely surprised me is that like, I have a full on friend group. So it's been great. Yeah, that's that's awesome good for you I feel like that's definitely I don't know if it's a unique experience but yeah I mean that's like a great that's a great surprise to have I feel like yeah definitely definitely a good surprise okay next question what's one part of your morning routine that you can't live without and I can start with this one because I'm like a freak with my morning routine I think Caroline you might be too but some things I like when I think about it I can't think of just like one thing so I'll just kind of these are like my little essentials um, my, the one part of my morning routine is like when I'm consuming things. And what I mean by this is I'm, I have a very like strict, like when I wake up, I like drink very specific things. So I love the time I take a ginger shot every single morning and I have lemon water and coffee. And like that part of the day for me is like the best part of my day. Like I love just sitting down with my coffee and my lemon water and just like relaxing for like 10 minutes before I start getting ready for work. Um, 
So that's one part of it. And then I also take these vitamins every day. I take biotin, um, a pre and probiotic, and then sometimes I'll take like an elderberry. Oh, and then vitamin D. So when I'm like regimented like that, like I'm very regimented and I, obviously this is not something anyone has to do, but it's just what I like and it helps me and it helps like my gut and stuff. So that's definitely one part of the morning routine that like I cannot live without. Like I am full on bringing all this stuff on my trip with me, except for the ginger shots. I'll have to go find a place that has them, but yeah, it's definitely one part I can't such live a, without. Such a wellness queen with the lemon water and ginger shots. That's a really good routine to be in. Um, my something I can't live without in my morning routine is coffee. I have become like such a coffee person. I didn't drink coffee until like really my sophomore year of college. I would say I am just, I love the taste of coffee. Like, I don't even think it's for the caffeine. I mean, it definitely is, but like, I love making like, I honestly have been buying like store-bought cold brew, but then I get almond milk and put cinnamon in it and like froth it up and do a cold brew with like the frothed up almond milk and cinnamon I put cinnamon on top it's just so good and I love the ritual of making it and just kind of like you said just like sitting there in the morning and making like just drinking my coffee and relaxing um yeah also if you're like not someone who's a morning person I think finding something that makes you excited to get out of bed is like super important like I know like coffee makes me excited to get out of bed and yeah, even if it's not coffee, like if it's tea or like you'll eat a little like something like just that can like really help and like get you jazzed up for the day. I know. I love that. Let's stay on the same vein of like morning routines and stuff like that. But are you a sweet or savory breakfast person? I already know the answer to this for you, but <laughs> I am a sweet breakfast person. Now, if I'm eating breakfast, maybe at like 1130, which I don't do often now that I'm post-grad. I um will maybe do like a savory and if I'm going out to breakfast I get savory because I'll do like an omelet whatever because I don't want like oatmeal or something else like from a like it's like I can just easily make that at home so I'll do savory if I'm going out to eat but I'll always get toast with peanut butter on the side because I need like peanut butter in the morning it's not like a want it's like my body actually needs peanut butter first thing in the morning so (laughs) But like on a typical like day, like I'm doing sweet breakfast all the way, like something with peanut butter and banana for sure. I am the complete opposite. I am only savory. I can't remember the last time I had a sweet breakfast, which is so funny because during COVID and like into pretty much all of college, I would do oatmeal. I would do think thin oatmeal, which is like a protein (laughs) oatmeal, peanut butter and bananas. And this like honestly triggers me to quarantine because I would eat the, the berry flavor of that oatmeal every day, like every single day for months on end. So I think that kind of triggered me to become a savory person. So now, yeah, I eat savory every single day for breakfast. I have avocado toast and eggs like every day. It's my favorite. Wait, Caroline, I think I introduced you to that thing thin oatmeal. You did, to the yeah. thing thin oatmeal. The chokehold, I would make my mom order it on like in bulk on Amazon. Because it was COVID, so like no one's like, and like we're not, your mom's not going to spend time in the grocery store trying to find the thing thin oatmeal when she has like a mask on and trying not to get <laughs> COVID in quarantine, like wait I kind of should I start making that again when I moved to Hoboken I've been like thinking about it no. lately. oh wait and with the Teddy's peanut butter if you know uh, you know that's the only kind of peanut butter that I like but. yeah if you know you know definitely need the Teddy's it's such a good little New England thing it's manufactured really niche yeah it's really niche to the New England girls um no but yeah 
yeah you maybe you should try it again I'm like such a weird breakfast person where I get fixated oh like, same like I will like and it's funny, my roommate and I are on like the same, like we're always on the weird same fixations. Like this winter, we were doing a lot of like oatmeal. And then now we're doing, I got a blender. We're doing smoothies every morning. And then like, yeah. So I'm always just, I, I like, I'll do something and I'll do it until I like want to vomit. I'm like, I can't eat this anymore. And then I'll move to the I next. know. I've perfected the avocado, my avocado toast routine. So I want to tell everyone. So I've had this every single morning, honestly, for the past like year and a half, but I make two egg, two sunny side up eggs. Um, I do a piece of sou- uh, sourdough. Why, why can't I think? A piece of sourdough bread, toasted. I put avocado. I love organic avocados. They make such a big difference. I'm sorry. And then everything but the bagel seasoning, a little bit of hot honey, and then the egg on top with sriracha. It's like my favorite. And then I eat, eat the second egg on its own. I don't know why, but it's like the best, best breakfast in my opinion. No, that actually sounds really, really good. Um, do you do like lemon or anything in your avocado? Like I mix it up usually. Do you do that or no? Oh no, I don't mix it up. I eat the exact same recipe every single day. <laughs> I can't. That's, I mean, it sounds like a delicious bar. I love a good avocado toast with some hot honey. There's like honestly nothing better other than peanut butter in the morning. See, like if I were to do Caroline's breakfast, <laughs> I would then add like while we're getting into it, I would add another piece of toast and I'd put peanut butter on it. Or I'd have like a banana and peanut butter on the side. Like I literally need it. Like I need it. It's crazy. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we'll post that on our Instagram. Caroline's avocado toast recipe. Let us know. <laughs> it's really, um, really innovative. <laughs> Never been done before. <laughs> Never been done before. <laughs> um. Okay. Next question. Why did you start the podcast? Again, not to keep shouting out previous episodes, but we did like talk about this. We've talked about it a little bit in a bunch of episodes we've done. I think in our side projects episode, though, was the main time that we talked about it. But we started the podcast because we both cannot stop talking. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But we've always wanted to do po- a podcast. Emerson and I have like talked about it for years. Um, we both consume a lot of podcasts. So I think we have a pretty clear vision of like what we like and don't like um and yeah I don't know we we're both just like very aligned on what we wanted to start the podcast about obviously like creating a community of people in their 20s transitioning into the post-grad lifestyle and honestly I think we both just kind of felt like there was a gap in the market um I know that there's a lot of podcasts by influencers about being in your 20s um but we really couldn't find a podcast that was like by normal people who are working normal jobs um and like their candid experiences and so we saw an opportunity and we just honestly bit the bullet and we're like, screw it. We don't really care what people think about us anymore. Like, let's just do it. If not now, then when? Literally. I mean, it's, that's always the question is like, if you want to do something, like if not now, when are you going to do it? Like you're never going to actually do it. So Caroline, you answered that perfect. I actually have nothing to add to that, but yeah, we're so happy to be doing it. We love doing it. It's the best part of our week. Oh yeah. What's your favorite thing to do in your free time? No pressure. No, like literally I was talking about this with people at work the other day, like, and I hate even saying this because I don't like to be like this, but I don't have a lot of free time. And I think when I have free time, I like to be like just scrolling on TikTok or like going on a walk. And I think something I've like really tried to do this year and I've done a horrible job at it is relaxing. Like 
I'm just Caroline I've made jokes about this before like we're not relaxed girls I don't really like I get bored relaxing I have a hard time with it um I definitely get that from my mom so thanks thanks Lise but honestly yeah like in my free time I just want to be like talking to my roommate or like hanging out with my boyfriend or like going on a walk honestly so into just scrolling on TikTok and relaxing I'd say like those are my top things like when I do have that free time is that a horrible answer <laughs> yeah I was the first thing that came to mind for you was going on a walk I feel like you're a huge walking gal um, I am a huge walking gal like even if it's just 15 minutes it can seriously make the biggest difference just like going on a quick little walk and getting some fresh air so I love walking for sure my favorite thing to do in my free time is either watch YouTube videos. I don't really like watching TV shows, except I have been watching TV this summer more, but like, I love YouTube. I just have my core YouTubers that I've been to subscribe to for, I've been subscribed to these core YouTubers for forever. It feels like, so I love watching their videos. Like Miss Remy Ashton is like my comfort YouTuber. I don't know why. Miss um, Remy Ashton and Alicia Marie, like, come on. I know I had to unsubscribe to Miss Alicia Marie though. Cause I just. Anyway, if you don't know who these people are, you're like, what's going on? Um, My other favorite thing to do in my free time is probably go for a run or like do some sort of workout. Again, like it's kind of annoying to say that, but honestly, like that's when I feel the most myself and that's when I feel the most strong and the most confident. Like I just, it makes me like super happy to work out and like exercise. And my orange theory classes this week have been literally so hard. Like, I can't say that they've been my favorite thing to do in my free time this week because they've just been, like, so hard and long. But, yeah, normally those are, like, my two favorite things to do. See, it's interesting you say working out because maybe this is a bad mindset to have, but I don't see working out as something, like, I see working out as, like, not a free time activity. Like, when I think of free time, I think of, like, like to me, working out, I don't want to say it's a task. That sounds horrible. But it's like implemented in my schedule. Like there's a time block to work out. So to me, that's not like a free time activity. But I see how it it would be. Next question. How many more do you think we should do? Um, why don't we pick two more questions? Okay, so we'll, let's each do one. What is your dream job? Wow, you're really hitting me with the question that I don't know the answer to. Um, and most people do not know the answer to. I haven't even told you this, Emerson, because we haven't really gotten a chance to catch up recently, but I'm actually working with a career coach because I have no idea what I want to do in my career. I have like no clear vision of like what would make me happy and fulfilled. And so my mom has like a mutual friend who's a career coach and I'm working with her just to like understand what motivates me and like what I'm good at, but also what's something that would like get me out of bed in the morning. Um, if you guys listen to our episode where I had a mental breakdown, um, I was just saying how I feel like I'm not like bringing positivity or like, I just really want to be doing something where I'm like impacting the world around me a little bit more. So just, I'm working with this woman. I'm starting in September to just like work through some different prompts and stuff and questionnaires to try to identify the answer to this question. So maybe once I figure it out, I'll report back. I mean, I see it as like something creative, something that involves writing and communication um, I love like social media. I love influencer marketing, something I'm interested in, like in my free time. But I don't know if that's like necessarily my dream job. But what about you? It's, wow, I did not know. Yeah. Oh my God. We haven't talked in a while. I did not know you were doing that. That's so cool. I think definitely, like, obviously, you know, I'm sure she's a paid service. I don't take all of her stuff here. But if you learn anything, like, 
really useful for our audience like definitely bring it on to the podcast because yeah I'm excited to share that journey with you guys because even if there's like different questions that she asks me like I'm sure that that would be helpful for everyone to think about so absolutely and I think too you can learn what your dream job is like through time and through trying different things um I think my dream job is to work for myself I've always wanted to like have my own company and do my own thing I'm super into like design stuff. I love building websites. I love like UX and UI and I think I'm good at it too. So definitely like would love to have not like my own, like almost like my own little marketing consulting firm in a way where I love talking and I love just like walking people through my ideas. So I think it'd be really cool to have clients where I just like talk them through their marketing strategies and like help them build their websites or design it or come up with a concept for it. Um, that's definitely like something that I would love to do in the future. I could so see that for you. I feel like you've already done a lot of experiences that are aligned with that. So I definitely see that in your future. We'll manifest that for you. Yes, we will. Our last question that we're going to end off with is what is one makeup product that you can't live without? Ooh, what a fun little lighthearted question to end on. Um, I would say like, so I don't really wear makeup into the office, but if I do, I'm always just doing like a brow gel. So I would say a brow gel is like the one thing that I'm just like obsessed with, just keeping my brows in place, especially if you have like thicker brows, it definitely helps. I use this one, I'm not kidding, from Amazon. It's $5 and it's like brow soap. So it's in this little silver container. It's literally like the consistency of soap. And I just wet my um like spoolie and I just like kind of rub it in the soap and then I put it through my eyebrows and they like stick all day. And it doesn't give me that, like, I don't know if I love the laminated up brow. Yeah. I don't really like that. I like it, them just to look natural, especially if I'm wearing no other makeup. So I'll just put them into place and then they stay that way all day. And it's like my favorite cheapest product ever. Well, yeah, I'm surprised that you, do you still use that um, Chanel bronzer? Like the, 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 what's it called? That's like the um, product that I associate with you. <laughs> That was like your go- that was like your go to product. I don't know why. Probably because I was like ten and I spent probably all my money on that. Yeah, like why ever did I like buy that? Makeup, but ever since like a makeup girl though, like she, you'll splurge on makeup like as you should. You're good at makeup. Well, I went through an era when I was younger. I haven't honestly. I did like my roommate's eyeshadow the other day for going out, and I was like, wow, I have not put makeup on someone else in so long. Like I did all my friends' prom makeup. Like I was. I thought that's what I wanted to do when I was older. I was yeah, like, having did. a cosmetic company. Like that was right. my goal. Um, maybe one of my clients could be a cosmetic company though. But yeah, I did have the Chanel Desoleil, I think it's called. And I still have it. And it's probably extremely expired, but it's like this little like bronzing mousse almost, but it's like not mousse, but like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a little, um, I don't know how to explain it, but you, you'll you know what it is if you look it up. And it's just a really natural bronzer. It's super glowy. So I like it. I just haven't used it in so long. But honestly, bronzer like is so important for a makeup routine because I guess you could just kind of look tan right away, you know? Um, My favorite, well, I have to do two favorite products because one of them isn't technically makeup, but my favorite makeup product is the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. Mm-hmm. I love brightening up my face. Um, And it's like a pretty nice, like high coverage concealer without looking cakey. Um. I love if I do wear makeup during the week, which I really don't, it'll just be like concealer just to like spot treat any um, like acne scarring that I have and like brighten up my under eyes. So I would probably say concealer. 
Um, although my product that I literally could not live without is the Grande Lash Eyelash Serum. Um, it has made my eyelashes grow so much, although it makes your eyelids literally so red. That's so funny you say, because I used an eyelash serum for a while and it didn't have any effect on me. So like maybe you might be a little bit sensitive to it because I've used yeah. that stuff and like I've never had that issue. But- I think I am sensitive to it. Also, the reason why I like Grande Cosmetics is because their eyelash serum is like approved for people who have light eyes. If you have like blue or green eyes, if you use like a cheaper eyelash serum or just one that's like not approved, it can change your eye color. So that's what? why I like this one. Yeah, you have to like, oh you have to- yeah, you have to check the, there's some sort of like certification. I forget what it's called, but yeah, that's why I use the Grande one. Wow, I had no idea. <laughs> Go throw out, your, throw out your lash serums, everyone, right now. Literally right now, run, grab them, and dump them on the street. Except in a trash can, because we don't litter. But no, that's crazy. Oh my God, I did not know that. I know, I need to get back into my, I used to use it, but I haven't used it in a while. I also do love the NARS Creamy Concealer. It's really good. But I also recommend if you haven't tried the Kosas Concealer. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about it, but I'm pulling it up for Caroline's sake. But it is oh, yeah. really good, and I'm like obsessed with it. It might not be as high. I want to, I want to try it, but I keep hearing it triggers acne prone skin. So any anytime oh. I hear like acne prone, I'm like immediately I'm out. Oh, uh, which we talked on. about last week. Our episodes that we have about acne. <laughs> well this has been like the chattiest episode, obviously, and we loved answering questions that we've been asked and just like having you guys get to know our personalities a little bit more. We love keeping this podcast conversational, but like, again, we also want you guys to be able to take things away from it. This episode probably wasn't like the most helpful, but just like a fun, lighthearted episode and send us all the good vibes, send Emerson good vibes for a trip and me good vibes for my move. Because the next time you hear from us, I'm going to be in New Jersey and Emerson will be back home. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Totally Unsure in our 20s. Make sure to follow both our Instagram and our TikTok at Totally Unsure Pod. And we will talk to you in our next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.